Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome. So happy to have you aboard on this journey. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, and today I'm going to be your host and your guide for today's podcast. Now before we dive into all things confidence, let's do some breathing. Deep, deep, deep intentional breathing. Take this moment for you. If you haven't had a moment of stillness or calm or presence throughout your day, this is for you. This is for you. So as always, one minute, I want you to breathe at your own pace, in through the nose, expand the belly like a water balloon, exhale, contract your belly back to your stomach. We can do some box breathing, so in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four, or inhale for four, and then exhale for six, or exhale for eight. Rest and recover, baby. Take this moment for you. Ground ourselves into the floor, and then start breathing. As we breathe, don't be afraid to be verbal with it. Don't be afraid to really let go and, and release with a oh, with a sigh at the end of that exhale. Introduce a micro smile, a tiny little smile to boost your mood. It's amazing how that works. Keep breathing. Focus on the breath. Focus on this moment. this moment you are so beautiful you are perfect you are enough you are worthy keep breathing feel your stomach expand and contract feel the tension release from your body You are alive, you are here. Alright, give me one final inhale through the nose. Hold at the top. And let it all out on your exhale. We can come back to our bodies, wiggle our toes, our fingertips, roll our shoulder blades back a few times, forwards, backwards, shake our bodies out. Welcome back. Welcome back to this moment. Now let's get into it. First off, guys, I'm recording this on a Sunday, June 19th, and it is officially Father's Day. This is going to be dropping tomorrow, but today is Father's Day, so send some love out to your fathers. Ah, those men who are in our lives, or maybe they're not in our lives, but they're serving us on so many different levels, and we are so grateful for the good, the bad, the ugly, every part that makes them up who they are. We are who we are because of them, and and there's a lot to be grateful for, a lot to be grateful for. So send some love to your pops, send some love to other people's pops. Someday maybe you're going to be a pop or a mama someday, so send some love, send some love always. All right, my friends, let's take a a nice sip of water. If you got any water around, any liquid. Hydration, life force. I love it. All right, confidence. I want to come on here today and really try to debunk this idea. I think, I don't even know if this is a, a mainstream idea on confidence, but it's how I looked at confidence growing up. Now, I looked at people who naturally beamed 
this this extroversion, this 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 confidence. By I associated confidence with with people who are outgoing, with people who are talking a lot, people not afraid to go out and just go and do, right? And I looked at them and I kind of shrank. I always shrunk. I had this little inferiority complex because I saw that and I thought, man, they were just born that way. I can never be that. I wasn't born that way. And that really held me back. It, it held me back for a lot of years. And I was going through my own things where I was humble. I love being humble and humility is amazing, but I was humble to a fault where I would, someone would give me a compliment and I wasn't able to receive that compliment. So I would shrink and shrink and shrink and tell myself all these negative self thoughts and my confidence would get lower and lower and lower. And I wasn't able to receive it and it affected my confidence on the court, on the field and just in life. And I realized as I progressed throughout life and even when I was going through my trials and tribulations of life and trying to understand myself, I realized that there were moments where I was confident and beaming confidence and then there were moments where I wasn't and that was lacking. And I remember trying to figure out, trying to understand why. Why am I confident here and not confident here? And then that begged the question is, are people born confident? And if they're born confident, are they always confident? Or do they also go in and out of confidence? And I really started to question, what the heck is confidence? And then I started to dive deep and I came up with this idea and this, this sort of equation that I really like. So I broke it down as confidence. Confidence, I believe, comes from trust. Trust in ourselves, trust in our abilities, right? We can't really show up as our truth. You, know, you hear fake until you make it a lot, but I feel like that's not true confidence. We'll talk about the difference between confidence and cockiness as well and those false sense of confidence. But true, true, true confidence, I believe, comes with a foundation of trust, trust in your abilities. Now, how do we come to trust in our abilities? And I think that comes from faith, a strong belief in ourselves. We have to have a strong belief, that alignment, that we are enabled to show up in this way. And if we have a faith in our abilities, then I think we can better show up with confidence in this world, right? But how do we build this foundation of faith and belief? How do we start believing in ourselves? How can we believe in ourselves if maybe our actions aren't in alignment with it? And I think the way that we have a strong, a true faith and belief in ourselves comes from doing the work doing the work it comes from repetition it comes from practice it comes from constantly beating on that craft until we make it a habit and you have so much confirmation in your life by doing this work and then people are saying oh you're doing it you're doing it and then they're they're kind of approving you and and confirming that your work is now in alignment because they're seeing you now and they don't you don't have to have you can still have faith in yourself without people doing that, but a lot of times when we're doing the work and we're showing up, the outside world will let us know. And then once that starts, we start feeling into that and then we start really believing in ourselves because we are showing up and we're doing the work and then we can trust ourselves and then we start beaming confidence when we truly trust ourselves. And I'm talking true alignment, true alignment. So I have a couple examples. Uh, when it comes to doing the work, like like that's that's the foundation. That's 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 the base of it. You can't trust yourself. You can't really show up with true confidence. I'm talking true confidence, not faking it until you make it. True confidence, if you're doing the work, right? So think of like Larry Bird. Larry Bird, he just beamed confidence. This dude would get the ball 
on the wing and he'll look the defenders in the eyes and say I'm gonna do one dribble to the left pull up and there's nothing you can do to stop me right just kind of a crazy like dick move but so confident and what would he do get the ball triple that jab one dribble to the left pull up sunk it like every time the dude was a master and he was so confident in himself because he trusted himself and he trusted himself because he spent hours and hours and hours and hours shooting that basketball at that court working that move hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times to the point where it was inside his body michael jordan was confident enough to go on a free throw line start jawing at one of the players i forget who he was talking to close his eyes and sink a free throw right that confidence wasn't an overnight thing that confidence came from his trust in himself and that trust came from him doing that free throw motion uh what is it 16 feet that free throw hundreds and thousands and like millions of times because he's done it he's done he's done the work to build the confidence in himself right another example could be in math class right i say you're in math class and your teacher assigns a really hard equation the night before and or just through homework and and you didn't really do the work you kind of just perused over it you didn't answer all the questions and then you go to class and your teachers on the board and and they say question number seven he's gonna come up here and answer this question and you're kind of fidgeting around they call on you and you start like shitting yourself right you're, you're you're so nervous you're not confident at all because you weren't prepared you didn't really do the work and you don't know how to complete the equation right but in another let's say in an alternate universe you did the work you looked at that question you studied you worked the equations you mastered it you got it in your mind there's no question that you you don't know how to do it right so teacher comes up calls on you and you're up and ready to go all the confidence in the world because you know how to do it because you trusted yourself because you did the work so that begs the question right are you born confident or do is it a skill is it a skill a skill that you can acquire is it a muscle that you can work because still, I, I, I've done so much work on myself, and there are still moments where my confidence isn't there, isn't where I want it to be. It's a constant journey, it's a constant practice, it's a constant muscle that I'm trying to work, right? It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And um, I have a couple other ways. Actually, one, one thing, actually, no, we'll dive into that later. One of the things that I want to talk about is giving yourself permission to be confident. I think that's this goes back to storytelling and the stories that we tell ourselves. Yeah. So a lot of times if I'm not if I'm in a situation and I don't feel confident, I don't show confidence. I'm not showing up the way that I want to show up. A lot of times as I reflect on my experiences, it's because I don't give myself permission to be myself. I don't give myself permission to show up as my true confident self. And it's not like I was a victim. I was a victim of myself. And it wasn't like other people said, you can't show up as yourself in this situation, right? You can't be that. It was me creating this story in my mind that I'm not allowed to be confident in this situation. And that's the work that I have to do on myself to identify that story. Why am I telling myself this story? Why am I not allowed, quote unquote, allowed to show up as my true, confident, authentic self? Why am I doing that to myself? Was it, was it really the environment? Was it the other people or was it me? So that constantly just reflecting and journaling and diving into our experiences and feeling into our bodies when we 
feel like we want to express ourselves, but we don't. What's stopping us? What's holding us back? Journaling it, writing it down, identifying it, and then working on building that new habit. And it's going to be so uncomfortable and it's going to be weird. And that voice is going to keep holding you back. You're going to have this voice where you want to be yourself. You want to express yourself. You want to express that idea. You want to raise your hands. But there's that voice that says, don't do that. You're going to be stupid. You're going to be silly. Whatever those stories are. And we can reprogram that. We can rewire that through awareness, through intention, through shifting the habits, through the work, through the work. So I thought that was really, really, really powerful. And we're the ones that stop ourselves from being confident a lot of the times. And that's where the self, the self work comes in. The self work comes in everything. It's the foundation for everything. Now I want to talk about the difference between cockiness and confidence. Remember when I talked about my struggle with humility? I think as I reflect on it, it stemmed from this idea that I sort of associated confidence with cockiness. And like me and my dad, we would watch sports all the time when, when I was a kid because I grew up playing sports. And we would see professional athletes, certain professional athletes show up and present themselves in this way where they're full of themselves and they're talking about themselves and and they're 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 emanating this 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 cockiness this this really you know kind of persona that my dad didn't like and they're and like so I didn't like because I was mirroring my dad right and I was like screw that guy right like fine like he's so cocky like we don't like that so I labeled cockiness as a negative thing as a bad thing so and since I also kind of intertwined confidence with cockiness confidence was sort of meddled in this quote unquote bad thing so I think I like went again this isn't this wasn't really conscious and if it was like it wasn't a strong decision but i tried to be as far away from cockiness as possible and that meant i was far away from confidence as possible because i didn't want to be that because my dad didn't like that and i needed my dad's approval right and that was a deep thing that i was working through and like my dad didn't know what he was doing he doesn't know like that conditioning me and like that's not even his fault that's me projecting and making assumptions that this is right or wrong right so there's so many things and it's not about judging it's about identifying and moving forward with love with intention so i was running away from cockiness because i didn't like it and then i remember i was in high school and i was playing basketball with my buddies and I, reflecting on my basketball journey confidence was a huge thing i was a shooter and if my if i was on that day i was on and it was insane and it was just flowing the basket just got so much bigger but when i was off i just i would stop shooting i would shut down it would affect my entire game my entire energy i wouldn't be a leader and it affected every element of my game and my mood and my day and my night and and it was insane dude and my confidence faltered so much and i was a victim to my circumstances around me and it was affecting how i was showing up for the next play they say as a shooter you got to have a you know quick quick next 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 play next play next play mentality and i struggled with that man i struggled with that but i remember this moment we were playing at like the ymca with some of my buddies and i just started playing basketball and i was just trash talking and i never really trash talk but i just started jawing i started going at it and and that was this i was like i was emanating this cockiness persona but what i realized was i started playing a lot better right so I'm, I'm emanating this, this, this essence, this cockiness thing that I've hated and ran from my entire life. But now I'm seeing results from doing it. And now I'm questioning, 
wait, is cockiness, is this good? Like, is this a good thing? Should I do this more often, right? And I remember that was like kind of this defining moment where there's something positive about being so just, because there is confidence in cockiness. And I, I think the difference between cockiness and confidence comes with intention. And that's a good segue into the difference between it. I really do believe is is intention. And I think when it comes to cockiness, I think cockiness is deeply rooted and stems from insecurity. It comes from trying to prove yourself to someone else. You feel like you have to overcompensate by being all full about yourself to show people that you're worthy. And honestly, if you're worthy and if you're enough, you don't really need to prove it to people. You don't need to like to, to gloat and to tell people about it. And I think that's where cockiness comes into play where you feel like you're number one, you're showing your you're bling bling, you know, you're 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 showing the world what's what's what you're made of. And there's like a beauty in that because there's so much confidence in that. But I think at the end of the day when you close your eyes at night, it can be really dark and lonely because you know that that's not your true essence. And you know that there's like a deep child in you that needs to be hugged and and there is a false sense of, of confidence with cockiness. And then I think confidence comes from self-love. It comes from knowing your worth. There is this, I forget, I think it was a Joe Rogan podcast or someone in like the Uf, UFC world and they were telling the difference between imagine you're fighting someone and 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 you're going at it and, and you got them on your on their heels. Like you're beating the shit out of them. You're going, they're going at it. And this guy's just yapping at you and he's like, come on, kinda of like a Conor McGregor, right? And it works for him a lot of times because he's he's so confident in himself. But there's like this element of him just constantly trying to like talk trash, talk your ear off, and it kind of makes you want to kick his ass even more. Like you're like, alright. Or like when someone starts talking a lot, like, oh, come at me, bro, come at me, bro, yeah, yeah, you know, like, that's a defense mechanism and that you got them on their heels and they're fucked <laughs> after that. You're like, you're weak. It's like a sign of weakness in many times when people are, again, trying to prove yourself, trying to do that whole shebang, right? There's a, I think there's a weakness that comes with that because it comes from insecurity. But if someone, if you're fighting someone and you, you're, you're going at him and you're getting them pretty good and he's there and he's just breathing through his nose and he's just present and he's not shaking he's not talking he's just he knows himself and he's sitting there like there's almost like holy shit i'm beating the hell out of this guy and he's so composed and like there and present like that's kind of scary like i haven't shaken this guy yet. you know like when you're beating someone up you want when you're bullying someone you want a reaction out of them but if you're truly confident in yourself, you don't have to prove yourself to anybody. You don't. There's like an element of like the evolution where I think like as a kid, you, you, like you crave that external validation. You crave the gold star, you crave the candy, you crave your parents seeing you. I, you know, you, we always see kids, you know, trying to say like, daddy, look at me, daddy, look at me, mommy, look at me, all these things. And there's like this element of, we still have that in us where look at me, look at me, look at me. And you need this external validation. And I wonder if we can get to a point in evolution where we don't need that anymore. You know, we got enough self-love in ourselves. And I think when you have that true deep sense of self-love, you don't need the external validation to get you over to the top. I think some people only need, like, like that's the only way that they can get off really, right? Is that external validation. But there's also, I think, as I play with it, I don't think, I think there's like that duality, that both, that yin and yang, right? Because I think there, we are social creatures and having people approve of what we're doing and giving us compliments and, and shining love with us, I think that's still important, 
right? I think we can't just only be with ourselves and know what we're doing. Like we need that outside affirmation. So it's a balance. And I don't like, I don't think things are black and white. I don't think it's like one way or the other. Like I think there's a balance of both and there's a duality there. So that was, that was really a lot of, again, a lot of self-reflection in my life, trying to understand where these stories came from. And again, because I seriously struggled with inferiority with like an inferiority complex where confidence was such a struggle and I made so many stories and I judged myself, compared myself to other people who, who showed up and they were beaming confidence. And a lot of times as I reflect on it, I think confident people are people who talk a lot, right? But sometimes like people talking a lot feel like they need to fill the space and that comes from insecurity because they can't sit in, in silence or a lot of people who I know that are very outgoing they have like six brothers and sisters, right? So they have to talk to be heard. Whether if you grow up with like one, a single child or one, two brothers and sisters, you don't have that competition as much. So it's very interesting. Everyone has a different dynamic with themselves, with their life, with their environment that really shapes who they are. And if we look at confidence as a muscle, as a skill, then that means that we can acquire it. And I see, and I think it's important to reflect. I want I want you guys to reflect on your on yourselves, on your journey. And do you, like maybe we grew up, maybe you grew up as this epitome of a confident person. And then play with and see with were there times in your life where you were confident when you when you weren't confident, right? And so like am I a confident person or is it does it go in waves? Is it those moments, right? And then if you're if you never looked at yourself as a confident person, I promise you there were moments where you were beaming confidence beaming confidence i love i love seeing quote-unquote introverted people or quote-unquote shy people when they're with their crowd when they're with their crew their people the people that light them up they're so vibrant and dancing and 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 wild man like everyone's got that kind of duality in them right that that spark that life force and i think that's so beautiful and i think we all i don't think it's i think we gotta stop making it black and white like you're confident or you're not i don't think that's that's how it is i don't think that's truth I really think it's a skill. And if it's a skill, that means anyone can acquire it. And it takes work, it takes practice, it takes repetition, intention, it takes failure, it takes heartache. <laughs> Stuff is not easy. That, and that, that's, that's really what I wanna hone in on, is the work that it takes to build these new skills, because they're all skills, man. And, and it really comes from those stories that we tell ourselves. You can be anything that you wanna be, and I heard that so many times, but I didn't understand what it took to get there. I didn't understand what it took to be what I want to be in this world, right? First, you got to identify it, and then you got to actually do the work, which is breaking down all those old barriers, those old stories, which is so painful and so hard. And I feel like if I knew that it was hard, then it would make the journey a little bit cleaner, a little bit, I would have an expectation. Again, I don't really have any expectations, but it's important, man. And I hope you guys gain something today from this and are able to reflect again journal 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 that's my that's my meditation that's my that's my therapy just constantly being so true and honest with myself and my thoughts and it goes a long way this is a journey this is this is a marathon this is this is life this is life and i want to show up as my true confident self as i reflected on my life the greatest moments of my life was when i felt confident when i felt like i could be my true self i love that feeling i love that feeling and i think we all do as well and I want to show up. I want to be able to show up confident in my life as best as I can. As best as I can. And I can, a lot of things are out of my control, but I can honestly control that. Once I, once I can 
hone in on who I am and my values and why I do this, why I don't do this, and really just self-actualize and really be so involved in myself and know myself, know my instrument, that I can show up and be that confident self because I know I feel better, I know the people around me feel better when I show up in my confident, true self. It's just this whole shebang and that's who I wanna be. And I think that's important with this podcast. I really want us to visualize and see who we wanna be and then how are we gonna get there? Who, like, what, 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 what attributes of this life do you love about yourself? And they probably come in fleeting waves. It's probably not super consistent. It takes work, it takes practice. I'm still practicing and I will continue to practice for years and years and years, my entire life. And it's scary and it's annoying and it's painful, but it's awesome. And it's so exciting knowing that I can change, knowing that I can grow. Growth is where it's at, baby. Okay, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys got some value out of this. As always, if you're vibing with this, like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends, share with your families. Uh, Small act of kindness, as always. Go out and spread some love. Make this world go around. It's a beautiful thing. Hug a loved one, especially a father. Give him a nice bear hug today. He deserves it. He's been there. He's been through a lot. Even, Even if... He hasn't always been there for you or if it wasn't always rainbows and butterflies. Sacrifice more than you know. So give him a nice hug. High five yourself because you're awesome. And always strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.